Hello, welcome to today's stimulus update and news report for entrepreneurs and small business owners out there. Uh, we have breaking news today regarding mortgage relief. A lot of you all have been asking me about where is the mortgage relief for those of us that own homes. So we'll be talking about that. We'll also talk about rent relief uh, and other important information important to you all as entrepreneurs and small business owners. Welcome to She Boss Talk. I am Shantae Arati. So happy to have you here. If you're new, welcome. Do let us know who you are, where you're hailing from, what your business is. We definitely want to uh, know about you and your business and want to make sure that you get all the information that you need uh, so that you can succeed in business. Okay. So I want to make sure all the technical stuff is taken care of and see me clearly. Give me just a second here and you all can let me know out there. Okay. So let's get right uh, to these updates. Uh, it's Monday. We had a great weekend. Uh, it's going to be very busy, but again, these important updates are uh, really significant to all of you all. So you can take the appropriate action on behalf of your business. So I'm going to first start with the uh, student loan moratorium update. Uh, we know that it is uh, fast approaching. So uh, the end, the close of the moratorium, uh, you, we have about 60 days uh, before student loan uh, payments are to uh, begin again. They're going to be restarting um, unless the president, uh, Joe Biden, decides to extend it again. Okay. So again, we have 60 days. So I just want to let you all know so you all can get prepared. You probably have already began receiving letters either from the Department of Education. That is the federal, uh, the federal uh, uh, arm that handles the student loans and everything related to uh, college and, and students and student loans and student loan forgivenesses is the Department of Education. So uh, do note that because I do get a lot of questions regarding uh, from people that saying that they've been uh, scammed or fraud in, they're reaching out to different people. You really want to make sure that you are talking to or with your, your student loan servicer. So you should know who your student loan servicer is and also the Department of Education, okay? You remember I said it is not the federal government if it does not have .gov uh, at the end. So it needs to have .gov at the end, but again, Google Department of Education, and you will find a lot of the information that you need uh, there. Uh, but I do want to give you some additional information. So while we're waiting to see if they are going to extend it or not, you want to know that you have options. So you definitely, if you haven't been in touch with your uh, student loan servicer, you definitely want to get in touch to see what other programs that they may um, offer as well. And some other options you may have to pay off your student loan debt, right? So you know they're not charging interest right now. So what can you do, right? If you're not paying the, the regular payment, you can be paying interest on it. Uh, you can look at refinancing your student loans, okay? So I've helped people with that in the past. That can help you lower your monthly payment and also your interest rates uh, should this, again, not get extended. Also, there are income-driven repayment plans that can also help you get your student loan forgiven like after 20 years of being under this program and meeting the requirements. So I've been under this program, I can't remember how many years at this point, uh, but it's been several years uh, now 
uh, that I've been on one of the income driven plans. So I think they have about five different uh, programs uh, that are available. So you can look into which one is the best one for you. And then also public service loan forgiveness, right? I think someone reached out to me uh, the other day regarding this. So if you work in public service, if you're a public service professional, I hope you know that you may be entitled if you meet the certain requirements for student loan forgiveness outside of COVID. Like these programs have been around for years and years and years. And I know under the Biden administration, they have made uh, some improvements because uh, how it was before, um, there, it was making it difficult for those that did qualify and try to submit applications for forgiveness to actually get their forgiveness. But do not stop. So if you try one time or you talk to one person and you're not getting any action, please do not stop. Just keep, keep going. Talk to someone above them and above them and above them until there's no one else that you can talk to. Uh, rarely is it that on your first try you get you talk to who you need to talk to or you get the re resolution that you need but you can't let that stop you because if you qualify for forgiveness why not go after it okay and be done uh, with your student loan so we know at this point the Biden there have been over 15 billion dollars of student loans that have been forgiven let me know if you're one of those if one if one of those are your loans uh congratulations uh but know that they have been taking action on several types of loans and then fully canceling them so we just don't know there's still a push for them to cancel i know the democrats are pushing for full forgiveness or at minimum fifty thousand dollars of uh for uh forgiveness on student loans uh, that are out there. So we continue to keep updated on that. Also, I want to share with you uh, additional updates that took effect October the 31st of 2022, um, or until, th this is until uh, October 31st of 2022. You can apply for a limited waiver of student loan forgiveness. Uh, this is a limited waiver, is a catch-all waiver, which allows you to count any previous student loan payments that weren't eligible under the current rules effectively the education department will count an eligible period of time that can uh, get a student loan forgiveness faster so under these new rules you can okay get credit for your student loan forgiveness whether you may repayment on direct uh ffel or perkins loans so on these particular loans you can get credit whether you made a repayment on them or not also, student loan repayment plans, count student loan payments made under the student loan repayment plans, that is counted. Also, student loan uh, consolidation, count student loan payments made prior to the student loan reconcil uh, reconsolidation, even if you were uh, on the wrong repayment plan. Uh, late payments, count student loan payments that were late and or, or were partial student loan payments can be counted uh again student loan reconsolidation late payments you can count student loan payments that were made before consolidating your student loans even if your student loan payments were late or were for less than the amount due and then lastly employment get student loan forgiveness even if you uh were not you're employed or not employed by a qualifying employer at the time of your application uh, for forgiveness, but this is for a limited time. So if you believe you're eligible for this program, 
this is these new rules are in effect until October 31st uh, of this year. So again, act on it quickly. You you don't know. You may be able to benefit uh, from these particular programs. Also, I would highly encourage you to to check with your employer. Uh, now, your employer should tell you about these programs. But I remember when I was taking advantage of a, a program at my company before I went full time, and it wasn't for forgiveness. It was actually to help you pay for college, go to go to college, right? Um, and they were dropping the ball and they weren't really, really publicizing the programs. That's why you should be proactive and reach out to your HR department and understand all the benefits you qualify for right? Whether they're going to give you money, pay full tuition or partial uh, for you to go to undergrad or technical school or get a master's or get a doctorate. There are companies that have these programs. They're not just nonprofits. They may also uh, pay for a student loans that you may have. It just depends on your company, but you will not know unless you ask. And then you have to be proactive like I was to make sure that they don't drop the ball, that the pro they see the process through so you can get all the benefits that you qualify for. So I would encourage you all to do that as well. Okay, so that's student loans. If you have a question about it, drop them in the comments uh, and then I'll respond as I can. The next thing that I wanna talk about today again is the breaking news regarding the mortgage. Okay, mortgage relief. Uh, is now like being rolled out nationwide. Now, some states had initiated pilot programs before they actually rolled out uh, the full programs. Now, this is another federal benefit, a federal COVID relief benefit. So if you were impacted by COVID-19 and had an effect on your mortgage, uh, you may qualify for this particular program. And I mean, they are giving out thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. So you should be made aware of that. I know California, I mentioned before, is one of the states that has really have been on the ball. It, they rolling out basically all types of programs, probably more than anyone else, California and New York. California, in California, their program, you can get up to $80,000 in mortgage relief. Okay, so these are for those that own homes, right? And you pay a mortgage, you can get financial assistance through your state, okay? Now, there's about approximately $10 billion allocated uh, through this program. It's called the Homeowner Assistance Fund, H-A-F. Uh, and this is going to help you for those of you that are behind in your mortgage. So somebody asked me, right, do check with your state because the rules may be different and how they roll it out may be different. So please check uh, in your state uh, for the details, but most likely the requirement will be that you are be, uh, behind. Uh, now, I can't say that that is the case. You have to look at every state and their application uh, process because you need to have been affected by COVID-19. Uh, uh, and shortly I will go, I will just go through some of Texas information so to know what you may possibly expect uh, in your own state. I know thir around 30 states have already implemented their programs. So you can expect that they will continue to roll out, right, uh, in the different states. Um, give me just a second here. 
Uh, yeah, so this program, uh, again, is overseen by the U.S. Treasury Department. So this is another program that is uh, overseen by the U.S. Treasury Department, administered by the states, territories, and tribes. Uh, again, nearly 30 states, including Guam, Puerto Rico, uh, have launched their programs, and others are working diligently to get their programs approved uh, and running quickly. So again, just check uh, with your state um, on those um, as well. So let me go to Texas. I'm going to try to find Texas really quickly here so we can kind of see what their process is like because uh, they just opened up theirs this week. Now, they, they are giving up to $65,000. So I say California is giving up to eight the 80000 Texas is giving up to Sixty-five thousand, uh, and when you go to their website, okay, they all should be similar. Give you background information on this, let you know it's part of the uh, COVID nineteen uh, stimulus programs, where how to apply and how to check your status, and then do you qualify, right? So it says for Texas, you may be eligible uh, under this program with the following criteria: having fallen behind on one or more of the following payments, mortgage loans, property taxes property insurance, uh, and HOA condo association fees in Texas are all included. Now, I can give you an example in Ohio here where I was made aware uh, of a program where uh, the county was giving up to $10,000 to help uh, pay back delinquent property taxes, okay? So it's not just your mortgage, it's property taxes, is your mortgage insurance, and for those of you all that um, pay HOA fees. Uh, it says, have a household income at or below the 100% area medium uh, income or 100% of the uh, median income for the United States, whichever is greater. Uh, owned and occupied a home in the state as the primary residence, right? So you must be the primary it must be your primary residence in order to qualify for this particular program. Again, check your state. Uh, experienced a qualified financial hardship after January 21 of 2020, such as loss of income or increased expenses due to the pandemic. Uh, additional program requirements may apply. Okay. Uh, so again, here I'm looking here. So maybe that was another one saying that it, there's a maximum assistance of forty thousand per household. Okay, and then provides assistance to eligible Texas homeowners with qualified hardships uh, to pay uh, past due mortgage payments, including eligible amounts advanced by the mortgage servicer. Okay. And then it says property charge default program provides assistance to eligible homeowners with qualified hardships to pay past due property taxes, property insurance, HOA fees. And then that is a, there's a maximum assistance of $25,000 per household. So that's where the $65,000 comes from. So $40,000 for the mortgage and then $25,000 max for these other, uh, these other fees that you have to pay in relation to your mortgage. Okay. Some some documents that they may ask you for, I know they're asking for it in Texas and they're giving you contact information. They also have a video. Uh, you may you will have to submit an application. They have an online portal. Hopefully your state has an online portal. It just makes it so much easier. Um, 
is saying that resources will be made available to assist homeowners in completing your applications. That's good because there's a lot of people that need help. Maybe they're disabled. Maybe they have a language barrier. Um, so there's contact information for that. Uh, your application will be reviewed to determine whether you qualify or not. Uh, anticipate it will be a, a time. It will take time to do this. Don't expect that you will submit your application and within a week uh, you will have uh, your determination. Um, it probably won't be a week. If it is, that would be great. But let's have a realistic expectations, okay? And it says payments are sent directly to your mortgage servicer, okay? Or property tax, uh, property charge payee. Uh, tax authority, insurance company, or HOA once the homeowner application is uh, approved. So I'm sure they need to have all that information you're going to need to provide. So don't expect, at least in Texas, that you will be getting a deposit in your bank account. They're going to send it directly uh, to your um, those mortgage uh, servicers. Uh, you will have to provide proper ID pass due mortgage statement, property tax statements, insurance statements, and HOA statements, proof of occupancy, like a utility bill, uh, and income documentation like uh, pay stubs. So for self-employed, they most likely will ask you for your taxes uh, or 10, uh, 1099s uh, or both uh, if you are a self-employed uh, individual. Uh, but again, your uh, each state has its own website up. So Go for it. If you have already received a mortgage relief, I know someone last week said that they did. Uh, congratulations uh, to them. But again, take advantage of these opportunities that you qualify uh, for. Now, I can't tell you what happened to me with the property taxes. So I submitted an application. At the time we submitted an application, we were delinquent, okay? But you don't know how long they're going to take or when they are going to uh, make that determination because for some of these programs, it's just taking a long time, right? That happened when with the utility, when I apply and it took them months and months and months. So what I told them was, I have a shutoff notice. I'm not going to let my utilities be shut off because you're taking months, right? So my expectation is, is that I paid it because I'm not getting my, my utility shut off. But what I expect is that I will have a credit, Okay. So that worked. And then to my surprise, I had a large credit uh, on my account, okay? So um, for this one, they denied us for the property taxes because by the time they responded to us, it was paid, okay? So uh, I appeal, okay? So what do I say about not giving up? If they tell you you're denied, you're just gonna throw up the white flag? Well, I'm not because I believe I'm entitled to it. So as long as I have to continue appealing, I'm going to appeal it. Uh, and that I did it immediately. It was took seconds to be able to do, well, minutes, maybe five minutes to be able to submit an online appeal. And here's why. When we when I applied to the program, we were delinquent, okay? And I have documentation to prove it. So that's what I told them. I said, well, you, you took a long time, right? We could be subject to penalties and, and other issues for being delinquent. Uh, in our taxes, there was no way to separate or distinguish between if I'm paying for on a past due property tax uh, bill or if it's current. There, there's no separation, okay? So I explained that and uploaded the, the property tax 
uh, document that shows that we were delinquent at the time I applied for the program. And so my expectation is that they will come back with an approval because I we were delinquent, okay? And we weren't going to suffer any additional penalties because we were waiting on them to complete the process when it can take months and months and months. And then at the end of it, you don't know if you're going to be approved or not, okay? So uh, prayers up. <laughs> That uh, we, they, we do get uh, approval on that. Uh, if we don't, the property taxes are paid and we can we can move forward. I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. But as long as I, there's a process for me to go through to try to get it, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, so I encourage you all to do that as well. So uh, like mortgage, the mortgage relief, there is rent relief still available uh, in most states. I mean, and sometimes it's at various levels as well. Uh, it is also being state administered. So if you have, if you rent or if you, and also if you rent property and you are a landlord, you can get benefits under that program as well. 10 months, uh, 12 months of rental um, assistance, rental payments, also utilities. Like I just stated before, uh, you can get utility payments under the program up to 12 months. So if you're a renter, there's a program for you. This one has been, uh, in effect for several months at this point. Uh, so if you have taken advantage of rental relief, let me know in the comments uh, as well. Uh, we want to make sure that you all know about these programs because it's not really benefiting you if they're out here. There's billions of dollars allocated to these programs. But if you don't know about them and you don't know how to access them, you can't take advantage of them. So I ask you to please share uh, with your peers and also your family members who may not know uh, that, you know, are on the verge of possibly losing their home. So we know that's been happening for uh, the last few months now uh, is people are losing their their homes, uh, their housing left and right. So there's something that can be done to stop that. Um, let's do it. Let's share the information uh, and make a big impact. So Again, that is mortgage relief and rent relief. Take advantage of those programs. I, after this broadcast, will drop the link uh, in the comments. So just come back to the comments uh, after the broadcast, uh, the link to the mortgage. Um, I'll put the link to the mortgage site and the rental site because what it has is it will, it will give you information where you could go specifically to your state to see what programs are there or if they're open yet. And you can continue to... Uh, monitor uh, and apply directly through there. So it's a na these are nationwide links and you can then go to your, your respective state, okay? Uh, so I want to make an update on the PPP forgiveness. So the Paycheck Protection Program, uh, many of us had uh, taken our PPP loans, forgivable, wonderful program, one of the most popular programs uh, during the pandemic under the CARES Act. Uh, so we know there's been a, a lot of uh, applications forgiven, including mine. Uh, there was a report that came out recently, I believe it was by the OIG, uh, that just stated that uh, the SBA was not meeting or satisfying uh, the timeline requirement of 90 days to review uh, those applications. Okay, so there's a certain standard that's supposed to be met uh, when processing uh, these various applications. And so it found that they were slow. Uh, they acknowledged that. And so they're supposed to speed it up. But for most of my 
most of my peers, it, I have not heard of any issues um, with delays in regards to PPP forgiveness. Now, there are issues with some of uh, you all that you did not get full forgiveness, right? Uh, and so you need to appeal within 30 days. Uh, there are some of you all that your lender didn't even give you an option for full forgiveness. They may have just said, you know, we're only going to allow you to apply for partial forgiveness. Uh, then they, you are, uh, you have an, uh, an, an ability to get another review. So your lender should be contacting you, giving you an opportunity to have another review. You want to accept it uh, and as quickly as possible. And then they have to turn around in five days um, with the next steps on making that uh, review a reality for you. So you have an opportunity to get 100% forgiven. Uh, now, uh, there are a lot of uh, entrepreneurs and business owners that have under or have loans under 50,000. These are the loans that are really still have the most outstanding. That means they have not been forgiven or application has not been submitted for you to have your loan forgiven. Okay. The SBA is on target to close out the forgiveness applications at the, at the end of third quarter. So you want to make sure you get your applications in. Uh, these are not automatically forgiven. So please respond to your lenders. All of them should have already rolled out their um, send out correspondence related to their programs. If your lender is one of the over 4,000 uh, that have opted into the SBA portal, you want to just go to the SBA portal. It takes literally five minutes to submit your application. And the SBA has been really quick. I didn't have any problems uh, submitting my application, but I didn't submit it through the portal. I did testing through the portal, uh, but I went through my own bank and um, it went really fast, right? Uh, so either you go through the through the portal, if you see if your lender is on that list, uh, or you go through your lender uh, and apply for forgiveness so that you do not have to pay it back because if you if it's not forgiven, you will have to pay it back. You will get an email or some letter in the mail stating that your payments have now become due on your loan, okay? Uh, some, some are expecting that, but a lot of you are, are not. You expect that it will be forgiven. Uh, so I don't want you to be shocked. Uh, when you get a bill in the mail, because it will come due if it is not forgiven, okay? Uh, and so these payments will become due uh, 10 months after the end of your covered period, all right? So let's get those applications in. Let me know if you got a PPP loan, if you got forgiveness, right? Let me know in the comments. If you got partial forgiveness or they just flat out denied any forgiveness, let me know as well. And let me know if you have uh, taken action to appeal uh, appeal that. Okay. Uh, there, there's definitely a big push for more relief. Uh, we're looking, we're looking out for that. Congress is doing what they do, uh, dra dragging their feet. Uh, but the expectations that they will, uh, pass some, um, some new bill, right? Large budget uh, that they've been working on since the end of 2021. And there's a big push to have additional, small business relief in there. So I continue to monitor for that on what programs they uh, will potentially roll out. And I'm hoping that there will be more grants that roll out. I know there's a call for another program like PPP. There's also a big call for uh, another program for I like IDLE or bring IDLE back with the grants uh, expanded to 
those outside of low-income communities. And there is also uh, advocates that are pushing for uh, the idle loans to be forgiven. I, forgiven. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. We just have to continue to to monitor to see what they do. And again, I will bring you those updates as they become available. Now, uh, since I mentioned idle, just want to uh, bring it to your attention that uh, based on last reports from the SBA, there's still about $115 billion uh, that remains, right? So they closed the program to new applicants, but like I said, uh, there still are hundreds of thousands of entrepreneurs, small business owners, and nonprofits that have applications that are in process, uh, whether they're for the grant, the idle grant up to 10,000, or the loan processing the loan, or processing loan modifications in order to get an increase uh, on your uh, your initial loans, okay? So they continue to process those. So wanted to let you know there's still money in the pot there for them to continue to process it. Um, I know when they uh, closed the program, they said that for loan increase requests, you can request up to two years as long as their money still, a funding still available in there, right? So if you took out a loan and you you exhausted those funds and you need a new one, uh, we encourage you to submit an application for an increase of your idle loan. Uh, so depending on that increase, um, I'm sure when you took out your initial loan, you may be required uh, to submit additional paperwork, uh, sign additional forms, especially if your loan is over $500,000. It requires um, additional underwriting. Uh, the higher uh, the amount is that you want uh, to take out. Know that you can only get up to the maximum allowable for your business based on the predefined calculations, which is based on your uh, business model and your, your tax filing structure, right? So that information is in the idle FAQs, which you can find on the SBA website at sba.gov forward slash EIDL, okay? So that's the idle. So we're still um, helping out uh, uh, those with the um, in the idle program with applications they're trying to get through. Uh, we do provide one-on-one -on -one consoles, but they are limited. But if you need one, it's the information. Our booking links are in the comments, uh, are in the show notes, and they will be in the comments uh, as well. Okay. Uh, just a reminder. Uh, also, federal programs. I must mention this because we have new people all the time, so we never know who's uh, looking, and even those that have. Uh, been here with us uh, may not have seen or heard or taken action. So we're about taking action on these programs while they are here. Okay. So child care providers, there is grant monies available for you. Uh, it is uh, under DHHS. It is administered by your state. So if you are a child care provider, please reach out to your child and family services uh, department in your area and get those applications in. Uh, I do know you have to meet certain criteria uh, and you have to track what you're using uh, the money on. And there is a reporting component in most states, right? Check your state, right? Because every state is different in how they operate uh, and govern the, the program. So just follow whatever their set criteria is for the program. I know many of my peers have already taken advantage of the child care grants. Uh, so 
get on it get those grants they're also there not only to assist you and provide you extra financial support uh to help you with your costs and expenses and it is also there for you to implement programs and help to offset costs of your customers right those that are bringing their children to you and are maybe challenged to pay so they're going to give you money to help, right? To give grants so that it offsets their costs and lessens the burden of the parents whose children you're watching, okay? So want to let you know that uh, and give you encouragement to go after those programs. Again, billions of dollars are available. And even for states that have run out of federal dollars, we're, what we're seeing is states are run, rolling out more programs uh passing bills to add more money to the pot uh at in the at the state level so again look out for that at your state uh inquire about that um child care providers and also other business owners this is huge because uh the other program which is the employee uh retention tax credit is huge that it has the biggest amount of money still available right now uh, this is a program launched under the CARES Act, $400 billion that is available to businesses, small businesses that have or had W-2 employees. Please take advantage of this program, okay? You can get up to $26,000 per employee. So just if you don't have employees, you know someone who does. And if you know someone who has employees, send them our way. Tell them, share this video, right? Tag them in this video so that they can get access to this program and have a financial lifeline. Uh, what we're seeing on average is that business are qualifying on average uh, for 260000 right? So some may be less, some may be more. Uh, we don't know if you qualify until you take this survey, right? So the link is in the description and the show notes. It takes five to 10 minutes to see if you qualify for this program so since july since january we have helped business owners get access to over two million dollars in claims right uh through this program or get approved right so the process uh as you once you submit your information takes about two to three weeks for our team to process it and then the irs is taking between seven to eight months to get you your funds. So just look at it as a bonus that is coming for your business uh, that you can anticipate. Uh, one thing that I do want to let you know is like, unlike other programs where if you had federal debts, they weren't taking your money or they, they allowed you to get access to this program, you still will qualify under the program. But what can happen is if you owe outstanding debt, federal debt, they may withhold your benefit, okay? So you are the only one that knows if you have outstanding federal debt or not. Uh, so I like to say this because people get surprised even when they're working with their tax professional and they're expecting a refund uh, and their tax professional says, yeah, you qualify for, you know, $5,000, $10,000 refund. But then at, at the end, you don't get it because why? You had some other outstanding debt and they call it an offset. So instead of giving you the money, they're just going to take, they're going to subtract their money that they, that you owe them. Okay. To help pay you pay down the debt that you owe. Uh, so this is a regular occurrence for those that this may be new for, 
Uh, you may have even seen it when you filed, you know, your taxes this season. Okay. It, it these things happen, but they curved it, uh, curved it during the pandemic, but it can happen. But again, this is a great program. So just think if you have employees, if you are impacted by COVID, right, directly or indirectly, there are a number of ways that you can qualify. It's not just if you had a decrease in revenue, because there are some businesses that did not, but you were impacted in other ways. So there may be other ways you can qualify. Uh, one of the biggest changes to the program, and there have been many, is that they, they allow you to claim this in addition to PPP, where you could not when they first rolled out the program, right? So it may have been that your accountant or your payroll person, right, determined you did not qualify way back in 2020, but the program has changed. I mean, even as late, uh, the IRS made changes as uh, late as November of 2021, and there will continue to be changes and improvements to the program. Uh, and I hope so, because at that point, I will be able to qualify for it, and I currently do not. Um, but that just tells you that changes happen uh, to improve these programs, to make it accessible to even more uh, and more businesses. And that was one of the major ones. So it may have been that you didn't qualify uh, in 2020, and you qualify now uh, under the new rules. So it's worth a shot to see if you qualify. This is real. It is legitimate. This is a real program. You can Google it. Uh, there's IRS notices on it. Uh, uh, whole pages of I, on the IRS website at irs.gov. Just put in employee retention uh, tax credit and you will see it. It's, it's one of many tax credits, by the way, that uh, business owners can get access to. So if you want to learn more information on that, I highly recommend you check out our video on YouTube about uh, the many different tax credits uh, you can get. I think I reviewed over six, maybe eight different tax credits that many times you all don't even know about. So you're not taking advantage. These are the benefits of being in small, <laughs> being a small business. So definitely take advantage uh, of these opportunities. And uh, it, it's so exciting to see uh, of the businesses that we've helped get access to over $2 million uh, just to hear from them and their excitement and elation uh, and the impact that that money is going to have on their business, right? Uh, so we know that businesses continue to struggle. Um, prices are just shot, shot up. They're skyrocketing, right? So even if they haven't uh, lost revenue, the expenses have skyrocketed, right? Their just costs have just gone up. So businesses continue to need help and support. So I encourage you to share this information. Just tell them about this video. If you go to a restaurant, talk to the owner, ask them, you know, there may be a stimulus program that you qualify for. You know, as a patron of yours, I just want to let you know, check it out. Give them our link. Give them my, our email at hello at shebosstalk.com. Share this video with them. Uh, so that they can take advantage. I mean, we've helped all kinds of businesses, nursing homes, trucking companies, logistic companies, salons, home care centers, restaurants, childcare, daycares. I mean, you name it, gyms, fitness centers, um, franchises like uh, Subways, right? Uh, so they can see if they qualify. Um, even consultants, if you have W-2 employees or had them, even if you went out of business, sold your business, there's still an opportunity for you to qualify. Uh, if you are a new business and you just did not qualify for PPP or idle, 
the great benefit of this is if you are new and you have employees and your business started on or after February 15th of 2020, you may qualify for this program and be able to claim credits through uh, fourth quarter of 2021, okay? And there's still push for other um, eligible uh, business owners to get back the fourth quarter that they took under the sentence uh, bill that they passed. Don't know why they did it, but they did it because they said that it was unallocated, meaning that businesses weren't applying, but businesses weren't applying because they didn't know about it. And it's complicated. You need experts that know how to get it to make sure you're in compliant. There's no IRS issues. Uh, so please don't go get fly by night, people. Um, I've just seen too many horror stories, right? Go to the experts. Let the experts do what they're experts at uh, so that they can get you the most uh, money that you're eligible for and maintain compliance, okay, uh, for you and your business. So again, that is the employee retention tax credit. Go see if you apply. It takes 10, five to 10 minutes, okay? And we're ha happy to help you uh, with that. Uh, there's so many grants. If you want, I, over the weekend, I mean, I had to have listed maybe 10 or 15 uh, new grants on our Facebook page. Go over to our Facebook page, or you can simply go to our grant tracker that's in the show notes uh, or our website at www.shebosstalk.com and click on the COVID resource tab. That COVID resource tab, click it. That is the grant tracker. It lists so many for all types of businesses. I don't care what type of business you have. Like someone on our Facebook page over the weekend asked if, if all of our grants for were for African-Americans. I'm just like, obviously you have not been following us. Uh, you must be new and welcome. But if you see all of the grants that we share, there's grant for minority, uh, for black business owners, is Hispanic, Asian, right? Uh, Caucasian. I mean, is, there's grants specifically for women. There's grants specifically uh, for particular industries. There's global type grants for everybody. There's grants for for-profit. There's grants for nonprofit. There's grants that are inclusive of for-profit and nonprofit. Uh, there's so many scenarios. This is the bottom line. There is a grant for everyone who is watching this program. I don't care what kind of business you have, what stage in business, even you, if you are at the idea phase and you haven't even started generating revenue in your business, there is a grant that is available. What you what the, is important is, are you ready to go get it? Are you prepared? Do you know what it takes to get it? Do you know how to stand out when you're applying for it? Do you have a business plan? right? If someone asks you for your business plan, they're ready to give you $10,000 today. What do you have to share with them that is going to convince and compel them to give you that money, right? If you don't have anything, that means you're not ready. You need to pick up our, our cheat sheet and checklist. And I will highly encourage you to join us uh, on March 26th. It's on a Saturday, Saturday morning. Meet us in class. There is no better class than my class to show you how to go out here and get this grant money, whether it's through a pitch competition, an accelerator, incubator, what, however you want to do it to get free money, you want to be in that class to learn how to go get it. We have uh, we have received over $100,000 in grant money for our business that has helped us to be able to scale, not just this business, but our other business, right? So if you have multiple businesses, then guess what? 
That means you have opportunity to get grants for all of your businesses, right? And like, so you may not be able to apply uh, for one for all of them on behalf of um, behalf of all the businesses for one grant because you have to read the rules, right? Uh, there may be one application per person or per business. Read the rules, but you can go after grants for every business that you have. I don't care what kind of business it is, what kind of in, what industry you're in. Uh, don't limit yourself to just those grants. Just do you meet the requirements? If you do, go ahead and apply. Okay. Uh, so we have so many on our Facebook page. Go to our grant tracker. Man, I just there's one by Barclay, and these they have multiple rounds. If you don't get it the first round, apply for the next round and the next round and the next round uh, until you get it. Uh, but Barclay, I think it's called Small Business Big Wins, is up to $60,000 that you can get for your business. I also shared one, it's called Pollination Project. This is for, which is interesting. You can be an individual that wants to make a change, wants to make a positive impact on the world, right? Individual, you could be a business or an organization or a nonprofit and qualify for this particular grant. And I believe they're giving up to $40,000, right? So if you have a project, there, there are grants that are project-based. So if you have a project in a particular area, that is going to serve a need to provide a solution. They're giving grants out for that. I mean, it's just endless. I mean, I can't even go through it all, but please, if you want to learn more, if you want to get grants for your business, let me know. And to use our resources that are readily available. Meet us in class. I see all of you are out there. There's a lot of comments out here today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yes, this is information for growth. We're about Scaling our businesses here. And as I said yesterday, grants and contracts are some of the best ways to scale your business fast. Grants and contracts, and we have classes on both. We they will be in the and they're in the show notes and the comments. Okay. No PPP is not gone, is not back. We will let you know if it does come back. Uh, but there are applications, forgiveness applications that are still in play. Um, someone else is saying, I think they're having an issue with their application. I'm not sure if it's rent or mortgage, uh, but it, it can take months and months and months, right? Uh, but don't give up on it. I told you I waited a long time for my utility uh, grant, a long time that I just went ahead and paid it and they gave me credit for it. Okay. Uh, do you have any grants and loans we recommend for new businesses? Yes, you will see them in the show notes. Uh, we help with loans and we also help with uh, business lines of credit uh, as well. I'll be doing a video, I believe on Thursday on business lines of credit. Uh, the information is in the show notes. Um, I need to know how you do a business plan. We have business plan templates. Uh, they will be in the, I will drop them in the comments as well. You don't, you may not need like a full fledged, like 25, 50 page business plan. It can be as simple as having a one page plan, a bulleted plan, but do you know the plan and can you communicate it to grantors that ask? Cause they're going to ask, what is your plan? Well, if we give you $10,000, what is your plan for it? Are you just going to sit on it? You know, how is it going to help you, the business, how, the business owner? How is it going to help your community? 
How's it going to make a difference? Those are the types of questions they ask. And those are the, the questions that you need to be ready to answer. Okay. You can reach me at hello at shebosstalk.com. So those are the, the major updates for today. Again, uh, go apply for the rent relief, the mortgage relief, go get child care providers, go get your child care grant, go after these grants that are out here, other relief programs that are at in your local area. Too many that I can, I can't even name them, but look in your state, your county and your, uh, your local, your city levels for opportunities. Then when you get it, come back and share it because we want to hear those testimonials. Thank you so much for tuning in as always continue to be the boss with Amplify Impact. Stay health and stay safe. Have a good day.